Welcome back to Doe and Soul's Horror Podcast. After a quick hiatus, we are happy that you're joining us again. And for all our first-time listeners, my name is Solly, and with me is my friend Doe, and we are just as much into horror as you are. This is a two-part episode, so if you haven't checked out the previous part, please do so. Solly shared with us two stories based on female entities, one of which comes from a country that has plenty of wacky, spooky, and sometimes gory horror stories. Also, don't forget to check out our YouTube channel. We upload our podcast there as well, but add the visuals that come with our stories. The pictures will be credited in the description below. You can also join our Discord channel where we'd like to interact with our listeners and hear from you about your creepy and paranormal encounters. Before we move on to the stories, yes, it's been more than four months since we came out with another episode, so... Um, our excuse, well, it's not an excuse, but I moved out of Singapore. Uh, so I guess I'm not allowed to share stories from Singapore anymore. I'm kidding, of course. But um, I mean, there are so many stories that I've collected from um, Singapore that I am bound to share it someday or the other. Uh, but not today, of course. The good thing that comes out of this move is that I am finally in sync with Solly uh, on the basis of time zone, of course. We had some issues um, with our different time zones, but not anymore. And I am really excited. So in the second part of the episode, I will be the one sharing stories based on female entities. And I'm really excited to hear about them. So the reason we chose to share stories about female entities is that we have so far always been following a certain theme of which we share our stories with each other and with you. First, we shared stories from the countries we were currently living in, but both don't live in any longer at the moment. And then we shared stories from our home countries. And for the episode that followed, we decided to share stories that are also close to us, which is female entities, since we do, out of this podcast, tend to talk a lot about things that are just close to us, things that we find interesting. And in these conversations came up why some like bad entities or like the, the creepy and the horror stories or the cautionary tales often include uh, a bad woman of some sort, which we were to a degree, of course, uh, also upset about, but mainly disgusted and therefore we chose this subject as uh, the headline for the next category of creepy stories we wanted to share with each other. And with this explanation I'm more than excited to finally hear what creepy stories Doe has to share with me and you guys today. So take the stage! Before we move on to the storytelling, just a reminder to our listeners that these stories are not from our personal experience and many of the stories were told to us by our friends or family and we do cite our sources in the description of the episode. This story was told to me by uh, one of my friends and this happened to one of his close friends let's call him John John used to regularly go over 
to his best friend's house for sleepovers, usually on the weekends. The best friend had three elder sisters and at this time, his eldest sister was pregnant. On one such sleepover night, his best friend's sister went into labor and she was taken to the hospital, of course. He recalled that the sister gave birth late uh, in the evening to a healthy baby boy. Now, in many cultures, the baby's umbilical cord or placenta or even both are buried. But since it was a little too late to venture out while his wife is recovering post-birth, her husband decided to bury it the very next day. So he kept it in a jar, brought it over to his friend's place, gave it to his father to store it in the refrigerator and went back to the hospital to tend to his wife before he told them that he would drop by in the morning to collect the umbilical cord. After dinner, everyone in the house went to bed and his best friend's mom told him to keep all the windows shut. John and his best friend decided to sleep in the living room after watching a movie. Around 2.30 or 3 in the morning, he was woken by a sound. John looked around but couldn't understand where the sound was coming from. He laid back down and tried to sleep when again he heard a sound. This time, his best friend woke up too and he thought John was playing a prank. It sounded like someone was scratching on something. Then out of nowhere, they heard banging against the window. The sound was so loud that everyone in the house woke up to see what was going on. The other two sisters were terrified and one of them even started crying out of fear. Then they started to hear a cry. It sounded like a baby's cry but mixed with a woman's laughter. His best friend's father quickly started playing verses from the Quran on speakers and everyone started praying. As they prayed, the weird crying and laughter got louder. Eventually, all the loud banging, scratching, crying and laughing came to a halt. Later, he was told by his friend's father that it was the Pontianak. So, demon baby, mm. oh my god. So, so it's not a demon baby, but do you know what a Pontianak is? No, I don't. So, um, I think it's the most scariest and violent ghost. Oh, wait, ghost. actually, I might. Oh, yeah, tell me. Yes. Tell everyone. So, um, I think everyone in Southeast Asia know what a Pontianak or a Kuntilinak is. It's, and I think mm. it's the para- perhaps the most famous, the most scariest and the most violent ghost in Southeast Asia, especially in Malaysian, Indonesian culture. Uh-huh. And it is a vengeful spirit of a woman who died during childbirth. So, yep. God. Yeah. And I think one story suggests that she was raped and that's how she got pregnant and then she died during childbirth but many of them um, say that that is actually another ghost called Sundel Bolong I hope I'm pronouncing it right and that is another entity that terrorizes men who walk alone in the dark of the night and this confuses a lot of people but the persistent belief is that Pontianak is said to have a penchant for haunting pregnant women or women during delivery and stealing newborns or sometimes even eating them. So oh, okay. probably why uh, in the previous story that I narrated, 
the Pontianak haunted the family because I mm-hmm. think it knew what was in um, the what refrigerator. No, no, it what was in the refrigerator, the umbilical cord. Like oh, they okay. they love blood, and I think yeah, it knew oh. that was there. So probably the reason why it and I think probably also the reason why the best friend's mom told them to shut the windows because I think she knew that this might attract um the kuntelanak or the pontianak as people say so as soon as it's in the ground it doesn't attract it anymore in the um see the 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 umbilical cord thing it's has nothing to do with pontianak but it's mainly mm-hmm. um in the culture where apparently if you bury it um it's something that they do uh, apparently it the umbilical cord is kind of like it anchors the baby to the earth like it cements the newborn's link to mother earth or rather the place of birth so which okay. is the reason why that's the culture but i think uh, since he didn't bury it immediately he just kept it in the glass and then um, put it in the refrigerator which i think it's yeah it's, it's not usually some people do but i do know like uh, when my my nephew was born like the hospital asked us like do you guys want the umbilical cord and i found it really weird i was like what like what mm-hmm. and like th- th- this was new to me so uh then my my sister was like no she she doesn't want it because then i realized that oh it's apparently a part of their culture that they do like but it's it's a good thing like they ask you mm-hmm. and yeah so apparently it's like your link um to where you were born which is yeah. the reason why. So I think it has nothing to do with the Pontianak, but unfortunately since um they had to bring it back home, um it kind of attracted the Pontianak to come. And there are a lot of things that attract like that what I've heard is like even if you um let's assume you do your laundry at night yeah. and apparently in Malaysia like I know I like I had a Malay friend and she, uh, he always used to say that you're not supposed to do laundry at night because that the fresh laundry i don't know why but the smell of fresh laundry attracts pontianak so that's so funny like okay it's not funny but like <laughs> here for example yeah. um people nowadays like it's nowadays it's absolutely not like that anymore but if you have like older people they still tend to do their laundry at night since um back in the day the electricity was a little cheaper at night you know so they there's still till this day people who let's say in their 60s and higher who would be like yeah like we're doing laundry at night because that's when the electricity <laughs> costs so that's not even the case anymore yeah yeah but like the um is it what is it the the entity is it a demon or is it like you said vengeful spirit yeah, vengeful. Venge, venge, I, I can't say the word. <laughs> vengeful <laughs> spirit. Um, no, no. Wait, my question was a different one though. Uh, is it haunting the newborn, the mother, or like who is it haunting? Because the way I understood it, the umbilical cord was in the fridge. Yeah. Um, in the in the house in the home, but the mother and the newborn child were at the hospital, right? Yeah. So the 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 spirit wa- was nowhere near the newborn child, right? Nope. Nope. Thankfully not. Thankfully not. Or like th- this is what I understand. Probably, probably, uh, they thought that the newborn, like the Pontianak, thought that the newborn was there, and probably uh-huh. why she came. It could yeah. be that also. Like I have a feeling, it's more of that 
than uh-huh. her coming for blood but i feel like it's more like i think she thought that oh a new baby has been born so uh-huh. i'll come and attack tonight because i think she could smell like yeah. the umbilical cord i don't know but I, i have a feeling it was more of she thought that the newborn baby is there okay so but like that would make me want to bury that thing precisely not where i'm where i birthed my <laughs> child and living with my child no so they i think they i i have no idea where exactly they buried but i think there there is a burial spot or i don't know if they just go down their house and then they buried i am not sure but i would yeah. go far away with that thing <laughs> and just bury it somewhere way out yeah, so yeah. like it never comes close to my house yeah And I think Pontianak, uh, like when you asked before, like what exactly is it? Uh, Can you I share f- a picture? Yep, yep. So like when it comes to appearance, she's she's like those typical um, pale skin with long hair, dressed in white. She has oh, long okay. dark hair, long sharp nails. Uh, just a second, I'll just. You know what I have to think about when you say this, Alorona. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, quick disclaimer. We are both very sorry for any names we potentially butcher. <laughs> Because we will and we have certainly in the past. We're very sorry about it and we're open to like please let us know if we do. Okay, so I have I don't have a lot of pictures of the Pontianak because most of them look really similar like it's, it's mm-hmm. and so I, ha- I I even saw some pictures oh. where where uh They have literally taken an image from a Japanese movie and then they have said okay. that that's Pontianak and I'm like um okay just because she has long hair that doesn't make her a Pontianak but uh, yeah so basically okay. uh, she wears white and she has yeah, really long hair You know who I first kind of thought of um when you described it I was thinking about another entity First I thought it was like oh that's the one she's talking about but no um the one I was thinking about is one that is actually going for like pregnant women and it's sort of a vampire I think. Yeah so um, so like yeah. I know like even though Pontianak has been compared to vampires particularly the more western idea of vampires uh-huh. the way she kills is far more gruesome which brings me to the next story that i have oh segue you okay. yeah okay excited <laughs> okay so Let's go. yeah okay so my next story uh happened in malaysia and uh this place is quite famous uh it's a it's a awesome holiday resort and i think i've been there it's lovely and honestly i knew about that place being haunted uh but i've never actually heard stories so this story is actually like a really famous one i'm excited to hear it a couple was coming back from a long night of gambling in the resort as night falls on this mountain top resort The temperature drops and mist engulfs the only winding road that wraps around the mountain clad in thick jungles. The wife wanted to leave early, but her husband's celebration of his winnings made them late. Going down the mountain was taking longer than expected. During the day when conditions are good, 30 minutes is all it takes. 
But with the road illuminated only by the moonlight and headlamps, progress was slow. The mist makes the occasional bend dangerous because of the high risk of skidding. One wrong move and you will be rapidly acquainted with the ravine. After an hour, they reached halfway and then suddenly their car came to a halt. The husband tried to restart the car but he was unable to do so. He found it strange that the headlights were working but the wheels were not. Both were relieved with the fact that at least the lights were working when suddenly, as if they jinxed it, the headlights went off. The wife detected a faint smell. She tried to make sense of it. It was floral. It was the scent of flowers. She looked at her husband expecting him to be just as bewildered as her. But he was oblivious to it. The husband decided to check under the hood while the wife urged him to stay put. He assured her that he will be right there and that she will be able to see him. She could sense that something strange was happening. Woman's intuition. Exactly. She scanned the vicinity and kept an eye on anything that might appear out of nowhere and might drag her husband. The husband asked the wife for her mobile so he can call the tow truck as he couldn't get any signal on his. The wife gave him a worried look and showed him her mobile with no signal either. Both then decided to wait in the car. There were no cars passing by. It was unusually quiet for a road that leads to the casino. Surely there will be people going or leaving the casino, the husband said. He recalled that there was a gas station a few minutes down the road. The wife freaked out at the thought of her husband walking down a lonely road in the middle of the night and her being in the car all alone. He assured her that he'll be fine and left to look for help. A few hours passed by and she awoke to a sound. She looked at the time and it was past 12. Her husband had left an hour ago. She then tried to make out what the sound was. Turns out it was a scratching sound on the roof of the car. She thought it was a monkey as it was a common sighting there. The next sound made her jump in fear and hit her head on top of the car. It was a loud bang followed by a chaotic barrage of noises. She covered her ears in a futile attempt to drown out the noises when she suddenly saw a beam of light ahead, which then turned into flashing red and blue lights. She gave a sigh of relief at the sight of the police and tried to think of a way to grab their attention, while the thrashing and scratching sound continued. It was almost as if someone was trying to tear a hole in the roof to get to her. She quickly turned her flashlight on and waved it to get the attention. The police car slowed down, but as it came nearer, something felt off. She heard the rev of an engine. Someone had floored the accelerator. As the car sped past her, she saw the look on the officer's face. He was terrified. Someone or something had terrified the police officer. The police car stopped and immediately the officer stepped out of the car. 
Gun drawn with a defensive stance, he tried to say something to the wife, but the car was about 100 meters away and the headlights were on her face, so she couldn't see clearly. The officer probably figured this out and took a few steps forward, motioning her to get out of the car. He was waving at her frantically to get out when she noticed something weird. His eyes were staring at the top of the car. She opened the door slowly, so as to not spook the monkeys, and started to walk towards the police officer. The police officer seemed to be screaming something to her, but she struggled to make sense of what he was saying until she reached close. Close enough to hear him say, Don't look back, just walk ma'am. This confused her. Perhaps it wasn't a monkey, but a tiger. Obviously, when you tell someone to not do something, you immediately, yeah, you do, immediately it. do it. Her curiosity was unbearable. She turned around and looked towards the car. Something humanoid, dressed in blood-stained white and hair so long that it touched its feet, was violently banging something on the roof of the car, swinging it wildly and splattering red blobs of stuff all over the place. She could smell the faint scent of a flower again, and as she squinted her eyes to see what the being was swinging and trashing, it instantly made her stomach churn and her blood run cold. She could barely let out a scream when she hit the ground and plunged into a coma. It was the head of her husband with entrails splashing about. The Pontianak eviscerated her husband. Yep. Why on earth did the police officer motion her to leave the car? I mean, I think I, I think he saw that the Pontianak was busy with the husband, so she, maybe she, he could save her. But yeah, it was a. I feel like it was very weird. But I feel like also if she would have stayed in the car, I'm pretty sure she would have been killed too. But but. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna be honest, I would have stayed in the car. You know, she did say like someone was trying to get to her as if like someone was banging and someone was trying. It felt like someone was trying mm-hmm. to get to her, like to kill her as well. So I think yeah, it was a- still, I would have, I would have <laughs> done like, uh, nah, you would have not caught me on that street outside of the car. Yeah. But yeah, so Pontianak, when she's nearby, uh, as the story says that she could uh, smell like the scent of flowers. So uh, when Pontianak is near nearby, um, mm-hmm. her presence is preceded by the cries of an infant mixed with a weird feminine laughter, plus mm-hmm. the clawing smell of frangipanis. Um, I hope you know that flowers. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. And then it's immediately followed by an awful stench of decay. Blah. Yeah, and uh, which you know what there are flowers um, that smell like that. That first you uh, what is it like? I think rep seeds also do this. Oh, is it? You okay. know, not not fully, but like I'm I'm talking about another flower right now. But like they do also do it a bit. Uh, at least I feel like this. But there is some flower that it's like a sweet smell. Mm-hmm. The first thing you notice is oh sweet, and then kind of like nah, it kind of stanky, and. I always find it like a little uh, like interesting to where these come from, yeah, you know. Yeah. 
and oh man like generally you know like i have a dog and i sometimes just walk through yeah. the wilderness with him um so i can let him run around leash free and like every now and then we just get a rotten stench somewhere in the forest you know which is normal yeah it's nature like but man to just be put just to stay put and then all of a sudden a rotten smell arrives like yeah. that is that is creepy and like i i remember like uh, in singapore when i used to walk in parks um I mm-hmm. I like you know sometimes I used to be told by my friends that oh you're not supposed to walk alone at night in parks the Pontianak will get you and I used to be like what what, what bullshit is this and um this especially um during the ghost festival uh, this yeah. used to happen a lot like um like you know you shouldn't walk around at night it's one of those things like you you're not supposed to walk around at night but like I remember one of my friends he told me that um like this is according to according to folklore um if mm-hmm. a pontianak is nearby like she, she calls out your name apparently mm-hmm. okay uh but sometimes if you hear a crying and if it's soft and it's in the middle of the night like you're walking because i used to walk i used to take long walks at night in the park yeah uh because yeah it's singapore i'm not going to walk around at day because i'm going to be drenched in sweat so i used to walk around at night and my friend used to tell me that if you hear cries or if you hear someone calling your name and it's soft like if it's soft she's yeah. she's really near like she's really near you but if it's loud like it's like really clear then the pontianak is far away so that's that's okay. that's how you know the proximity of a pontianak Mm-hmm. And as you be like that is so creepy like but but I've also heard of a story um if uh, I think I've showed you video Solly I don't know um so there is a Singaporean YouTuber uh, true stories true horror stories POV and uh, oh oh god yeah, oh yes yeah. and it's amazing like <laughs> I remember. yeah people like you you should follow like she has really I think the season 1 is where she, it's all her stories So one of in one of the stories we will list her YouTube videos in the description below if anybody is interested. Yeah. So in one of the stories uh surprisingly like it is so weird she's doing laundry late at night and that's when the pontiana comes and she said that when you know um she could hear it's very funny uh the sound yeah. that the <laughs> sounds very funny. Yeah, the, the sound that she the sound that she heard was a sound of a duck Okay. But she could uh-huh. hear it really like it was as if as if the sound was in her room. Like if you see the Ooh. video you can understand like why she thought that yeah. the sound was in her room, but the sound was very nearby. Mm-hmm. But the Pontianak was also nearby. So like if you go according to the folklore, if the sound yeah. was nearby then she should have been far away, but no, apparently not. So she was Oh, I thought if the sound was was just Oh okay I got mm. yeah, yeah I thought you meant like oh when when it sounds like somebody is like calling or like screaming your name loudly that means it's far away yeah. which makes sense because you you call out to someone when they're far away yeah, yeah. but you don't need to like be loud when they're close yeah, so, so that's what so, I thought you meant So this is the weird thing like I think she can either call you you can he- either hear cries or whatever it mm-hmm. is but if it's nearby uh 
Wait, what am I saying? I don't. I understand. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, I understand yeah exactly. Though. Yeah, you understand. It right? just yeah. sounds like it's, it's it sounds opposite. like she's in the room yeah, with you. It's the opposite. If she sounds, if she, if it sounds like she's in the room with you, then sh- uh, like I think she's far away. But if she's far away, you know, um, it, yeah, yeah, then she's actually yeah. like she's trying to deceive. Yeah, yeah. So that, that's the thing. But in this story, in her story, even she was um, shocked with the fact that. The sound was so near. So technically, according to the folklore, she should be very far away. But yeah. But uh, if you see the video, she when she immediately turned towards the window, she was right there. Um, the Pontiana oh, yeah, was okay. right there. So this is what like really scared the shit out of her. That she she oh, didn't, yeah, I think okay. she was not expecting that. Yeah, that's how they deceive you probably. But, oh okay yeah. okay. Geez, that's creepy. Yeah, it is definitely. That is creepy. Holy hell! Oh man. But like you are supposed to be safe inside your house or what? Because you keep saying like, oh, people tell you not to walk around outside. And so that that sounds like you're safe in your house. I mean, yeah, I'm guessing I'm like hoping you are safe in the house. And I think <laughs> this is the reason why you're not. I think when you're at home, you're not supposed to talk about her. Basically, I feel like a lot of people, it's it's very weird. Like you're not supposed to talk about Pontianaks or Kuntialanaks uh, so openly. Like you know like, mm-hmm. like 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 it's a joke like like it's it's not something you're supposed to like you know how we yeah we we share ghost stories so you're not supposed to talk about her because that in fact attracts her uh, oh yeah we'll have fun tonight <laughs> i think oh my god but yeah so like i i know that there are also ways to get rid of her or ways to avoid her it's like first of all apparently they dwell in banana trees and oh okay. yeah and they appear at night or during the full moon which is the reason why you're not supposed to venture out in the dark at night like mm-hmm. like especially alone and and apparent apparently a legend has it that like if you you know encounter a pontianak you you should have uh, you should strike uh something sharp but made of iron behind uh-huh. her neck and then she'll turn apparently she turns into a normal woman and then like I, and then you have killed a normal woman no no Is no no, no, no. She, she just she just turns into a normal woman and i've also heard stories where some of the men they have married that woman who used to be a pontianak oh. and then they have lived happily ever after but yeah so apparently you're supposed to carry um sharp objects and especially like really long iron nails and mm-hmm. and when i think especially in uh, malaysian and indonesian uh, culture i think the women um when especially when they are pregnant they they carry around a, a cloth pouch with nails needles and razors in it oh, yeah, okay. yeah so like i this reminds me of a time where my 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 father he used to he used to have like this a small pocket and it was filled with iron uh, like nails like one was nail yeah. uh, two or three was like razors and oh. i always wondered why he used to carry that because as far as i knew he didn't believe in ghost or anything but yeah it was very weird uh, but i remember you telling me about a story um of yours where you're also like where your family used to tell you like when you walk home at night and you hear your name being called like don't turn around yeah yeah you're not supposed to turn around yeah i think that's a, that's that's a really common thing in india 
Which, by the way, uh, I'll be honest, like, I mean, turning around is one thing, but just like <laughs> completely out of the paranormal. If I walk around at night and somebody calls my name, especially a male voice, yeah. I will, I will bolt. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I sure, if they know your name, then like, maybe I know that person, but I mean, most of the time it's kind of like, I hear a voice and I either recognize yeah. the voice or i don't you know it's the same like this is a very common thing in india where if someone calls a your name you're not supposed to look behind I, i also know this one thing where don't look behind like don't turn your head just turn your entire body which i i don't mm-hmm. get it like what like if i turn my head she's like she'll find that disrespectful and then she'll kill me and if i, I like i have to turn my whole body like i don't get that point but This is what brings me to the next entity, which is like, because it's very, very similar. And I think you know about this entity. It's very similar mm-hmm. to the Indian one. And yeah, I think I feel like these are quite related. It's it's very, very similar. Uh, so your first two entities were from Malaysia, right? Uh, yeah, I think one story was from Malaysia. The other was, I think it's from Singapore, but it happened in a Malaysian or an Indonesian household. So yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Um so yeah this brings me to the second entity which comes from India and I feel like a lot of people know about this entity because there have been movies that have um come out of us so yeah the first story is a really I feel like it's quite a famous story and it's always related to this entity let's I think I'll move on to the next entity please do I'm excited There was a man who was driving home on his bike late at night when he spotted a woman at the side of the road. She had a blank expression on her face, but she also looked quite innocent, as if she was lost. Seeing that it was 2 a.m. in the morning, he wondered what she was doing out here so late. He contemplated if he should ask her if she wanted help, but something just felt off. So, he just drove past her. As he was riding, he suddenly noticed from his side mirror that the same lady he saw earlier was running behind him. Oh no. And few seconds later, she was running alongside the bike, right beside him. He was driving the bike at a speed of 60 to 70 kilometers per hour at the time. What? Yes. Jesus. It wasn't possible that this woman was running so fast. That doesn't seem very possible on the bike either. <laughs> It is possible, trust me. If it's a highway, the speed limit can be 50 to 60 kilometers per hour. He was shivering and didn't know what to do other than speed up. The innocent lady with a blank expression was now giving out a sinister smile. She was enjoying the fear the man was exuding while he wondered if he was going to die. The man couldn't take his eyes off this horrific lady when suddenly He heard a loud honk of a truck that was charging towards him. He quickly swerved out of the way and narrowly escaped death. The woman was nowhere in sight. He reached a dhaba which is basically a roadside restaurant that also serves as a truck stop and told the employees there what happened. The people working there told him that there are many accidents and strange occurrences that take place in that stretch. 
and the chudel is most likely the reason why. He got lucky that he dodged the truck, otherwise his fate would be like the other drivers that were apparently killed by the chudel. Oh, okay. It's 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 quite similar to um, Pontianak because she mm-hmm. she's also a woman who died during childbirth or who was wronged, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah I feel like most of these entities are, you know, are women. Yeah, yeah. The the female this entities should teach us a very. This yeah. should teach us a very uh, easy lesson, after yeah. all, which is not really addressed to us yeah <laughs> like again but it's more of like just don't kill women yeah don't just i mean don't kill anyone please out there okay just don't kill people don't wrong people because they will come back and haunt you but the only thing i don't really understand is like see like when i hear this i'm like like also the stories before like she has all right to be pissed you know yeah, <laughs> like she has yeah. all right to be pissed at um men especially yeah. you know but i mean i, I like so to think I get it. like yeah, i like to think that these <laughs> female you know entities mm-hmm. like were created by women in order to scare men into treating them like human beings because let's be honest like in a lot of cultures women are still i, I mean yeah their women are still treated like second class citizen and yeah. the idea that you know that a witchy demon um or a, a, a really scary woman who yeah. can shape shift and lure men into into their own demise and it exists in a culture where it's so blatantly misogynistic it, it, in a way yeah. it is refreshing yeah and it it also reminds me a lot of any kind of witch hunt. Yep, yep, you know? for sure. Like, oh, see, look, it's a woman that is out of the regular and actually wants more than the bare minimum. She must be a witch or a demon. Like, there is no way she's anything else, you know? We were talking, uh, I think, like, I might be wrong about this. I'm not sure which episode it was, but we were talking about the movie Bobo. Yeah, right? yes, yes. And that basically is, I feel like this is uh, perfectly portrays any origin story of a ghost story that has a female, well, protagonist, antagonist, whatever. In this, like, honestly, (laughs) with backstories, it is, I I would actually kind of choose the word protagonist in this case. Because again, like, I get it, man. I... If somebody would kill me, <laughs> uh, I would probably also be vengeful. Yeah. The, the fact that need, people need to be scared by an urban legend into being decent to women. Yeah. Uh, it, it it makes me feel... It, it's very appalling. Like, you, you it's need... It's weird. Yeah. You have to make up stories in order... Yeah, exactly. Um, ...to, like, cheat the system, the non-existent system to protect women. Um surely this has gotten better but as you said before it kind of depends on the country you're in and yes. also can only really be applicable to modern times i'd say yeah but um what is even more shocking to me is that they listen to this like that scares them since the uh 
the non-existent laws don't scare men like this and i want to preface men like this you know that it doesn't scare them but like cautionary tales do and that's like that's a that's a whole other issue and it gives you something to think about it makes me angry even like i was i can't do what the hell i came yeah. here to get scared now i'm just angry <laughs> <laughs> but yeah but that's the thing like when i used when i was growing up i used to hear in these indian soaps and indian dramas where yeah. they used to use the word chudel as an insult and i was oh. like now that i think of it anything that a woman does which is beyond the definition of yeah. patriarchal you know um, conformist mm-hmm. women um yes. then that's that's chudel for you like okay she mm-hmm. if she if she talks if she talks um really loud or if she has her own opinions she's courageous she's intelligent she doesn't obey whatever you say she so does that, whatever yeah, amanda does yeah so so she's a chidel so it i mean <clears throat> and also i i also notice a lot of the times sometimes a mentally ill woman is also blamed or is also tagged as a chidel because they don't realize that she is mentally ill she's not she's not possessed or she's not yeah. she's not bringing bad luck to the family just because she's ill so you know like it's also that like if if there is a ba- like if some woman marries into a household and then after that unfortunately um the household has a lot of bad luck they lose money or something happens they immediately blame the woman who just entered the house like yeah it's it has to be the new yeah, addition yeah yeah i was like oh my god like what the hell like yeah. and no wonder someone had to create this entity to scare you to treat mm-hmm. us equally or to treat us good so yeah that's yeah. that's quite unfortunate but to be honest like i know that um it's fictional as much as i would not like it to be fictional but the chudel or the pontianak or whatever they are doing something that probably we as humans should also be doing is you know like petition for equal treatment you know i think they have been doing that for years yeah and for yeah. punishment if you don't yeah yeah like that's that's more what they do and i i legit i f- like i want like if i if i die i would love to be a chudel i i would love to be a pontianak so that i can seek vengeance on behalf of mistreated women across the globe yeah. like literally like i don't mind at all yeah again that's what i said like i'd be vengeful if that happened to me i also think a lot of you know some people say that there's a saying in india also like the circumstances you're not a bad person the circumstances make you a bad person like no one is born a bad person no one is born evil like the circumstances make you evil well, so no no i'm sorry i disagree the circumstances te- don't make you a bad person your decisions make you a bad person <laughs> yeah like I mean, i'm sorry like the circumstances don't make you a bad person if you are in bad circumstances you can still decide and um the other thing that makes you a bad person is also the judgment of others because if i see if i would go to a supermarket and i see somebody i don't know man like stealing bread or baby formula like the f- the fuck i would tell anyone you know yeah. i would just shut the fuck up let them steal that because like i mean who the hell steals baby formula you know like there's a need apparently but the thing yeah. is um in many systems like that person is is a thief you know and a thief is a bad person so i feel like it's very much like it depends on 
how you yourself see someone as a bad person no so not. it's not a bad person for me it's like what the society thinks as a bad person like if it's a thief like he's um he's stealing bread but mm-hmm. as far as i know he's stealing bread for his family because maybe he d- he's not getting a job maybe he's not getting a help no one is helping him um mm-hmm. you know th- there are a lot of these instances that happen in india as well like sometimes yeah. people resort to this because i know that they could do something else but unfortunately the circumstances makes them a thief but he's not a bad person but he's bad It person makes him an unlawful person yeah. and i'm not even sure i'm sorry right now english is not my first language i don't know if the word unlawful exists but i think it, it does, makes you yeah. an unlawful person it doesn't yeah. make you a bad person yeah so like i recently watched a movie uh called uh, it, it's a trilogy um fear street and it's mm-hmm. again based on um kind of like witch so the first two part of the movies it's like it's shown that oh there is a witch's curse and oh by the way um though just in case if you if you're spoiling you should no so. no 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 I, i don't think so it's a spoiler but um i mean if you don't want to know about the story then yeah it's a spoiler but it's like you should watch the movie fear street and in that i feel like um things happen that make her a witch yeah. but she's not really a witch but I, i'm not sure like I, yeah. i don't know how to say that but you like y'all should watch the movie because it's it is good like it it is i would say it's still a teenage thingy like you know if if you know goosebumps it's based on the goosebumps writer rl steins books yeah. so you know it's more of a teenage centric uh, movie but yeah mm-hmm. it's like she does things which do not conform to the society Society's so she standards. is stag- yeah she's stagged a witch and she kind of becomes vengeful but i'm yet to and see she should yeah and she should yeah she should so but for for others they're like oh she's a she's a witch she's a bad she's a bad woman that's why she's killing people and that's why she's doing shit but you know she's not bad she's just angry she's vengeful she's angry so yeah. this is what i'm saying like you know circumstances make people bad but not bad as in like they don't mm-hmm. get the evil while at birth like you you're not born an evil yes. like pe- people around you or the society makes you that this is what this is what i'm trying to yeah, say yeah exactly like the circumstances yeah exactly as always both of us talking about the same thing using different words and then starting a <laughs> <the> discussion <laughs> exactly welcome welcome to our welcome to our political podcast yeah, today exactly. we are talking about <laughs> women's rights again oh my god even at the i think it was in the second episode uh somehow our horror stories became like really sad feminist political thing and like okay but yeah so yeah yeah i think uh, we should we should get again. back to the horror part <laughs> <laughs> no like i dude this one like the the one uh earlier like that scared me yeah, yeah. um yeah I, and i, I and didn't even get to show you the pictures but i feel yeah. like you have seen it because you have seen bulbul but even though bulbul was really she was really uh, she was a really pretty for a chudel so <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean that's i mean again it's it's a it's a story so if the story um it depends on who i kind of i think it also depends on who's telling the story yeah but honestly uh both 
uh, I think not so much Pontianak, but mm-hmm. as far as I've heard, for Chadel, mm-hmm. she actually lures men. Um, what she does is uh, like the, the lot of stories that I've heard of what she exactly, acts like an easy target. So yeah, so what she does is she she's apparently very pretty, mm-hmm. um, and she uh, again it's a very weird thing and also yeah. kind of superficial for a Chadel. But anyways, she. targets handsome young men uh she lures yes. them and i think she takes her to this place or to a back to her home or i don't know she cages them for like years mm-hmm. and years and years and then she lets him go after he's like really old and he cannot use his charm and beauty anymore yeah so this is kind of like a punishment second thing i've heard is she takes them back to her apartment or or to her place or whatever it is uh-huh. to her lair and yeah. she i think she makes him old like even though he's young he's probably like 25 she will make him look like 50 and then she mm-hmm. just she just lets him go and live his life as an old person yeah. so yeah that's unfortunate but other gruesome ones are that Yeah, obviously she lures them and then she kills them. Like she completely kills them, especially the men, not not just young men, especially any man who looks at her with lust and yeah, she just yeah, she just kills them. She doesn't give a shit. Uh if you see in one of the images, she has like really long uh, hair and which is yeah. which is tied. Apparently yeah. her powers are all um in that hair. So if you want to mm-hmm. get rid of her, you're supposed to cut that hair. Oh, okay. Yeah. But it's very difficult to do that. And of obviously Chidel um being Chidel, uh, the most prominent feature is her feet are backwards. Yes. Yeah. Also something covered in bulbul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think uh that's the only way to identify her, which is the reason why you'll always see a Chidel wearing a sari or a skirt which basically you hides the, yeah feet. you can't see your feet so it basically hides your feet yeah and as uh, we often do the creepy horror story well started out as a creepy horror story and in the <laughs> end just uh became into yeah it just turned into a uh female savior again <laughs> something something the the system can't get right uh, yeah. we have to we have to get our ghosts to do for us maybe maybe in our next episode we we will talk about male entities and how you know i feel like how they were wronged by society's gender conformity pressure i mean i think um i mean the pattern most likely always is the ones that have less rights have more problems in the end um yep yep, yep. but um surely there were also men who had less rights than sure. other men so sure. the thing is always um again lawful person and good person which you can be like it's i'm sorry just saying it's uh extremely easy in my opinion to be a good person it yeah. really is yes. and i don't understand somebody who because you have to actively decide to not be a good person um like an unethical person or whatever you have to actively decide to do so and there are things that are easy to yeah. do and things that are not easy to do like okay um using less plastic in today's society not the easiest thing to do and this for me is a 
like just one example you know and and then there are other things like don't fucking hit somebody in the face if you're angry at them that is very easy to do for me and if you find it not easy to do that should give you a hint that you probably have to go see some therapist or anger management because for most people it's very easy to do so yeah so that's well, the thing so welcome to the environmental plus the oscar talk <laughs> i think this advice <laughs> was from will smith uh, are you listening will smith what's all he's saying Oh, oh God, you're right. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. Oh my God. Okay, so I think we should go back to the horror story part of the podcast. So thank you so much for sharing these creepy stories with us today. Especially the second one creeped me out so much. But mm. it's always good to know that there is a, a reasoning behind it. So yeah. thank you so much for sharing these with us today. You're welcome. And I really enjoyed sharing um, the stories with you and the listeners so thank you for joining us again and also friends who have been supporting us and don't forget to listen in next time for more paranormal stories and if you'd like to submit your own paranormal strange or unexplainable stories or even urban legends from your own country please write to us on doe and soul podcast at gmail.com so that your story might be featured in this podcast or join us in our discord channel where we would really like and enjoy to share the stories or discuss paranormal entities with you the email address and discord server link will be mentioned in the description box or in the about section of the podcast we're looking forward to share more stories with you in our next podcast so make sure to tune in See you next time. Bye. Bye.